Welcome to the Business of Influence podcast. I'm your host, Karen White. If you're a creator or a community maker looking to expand your influence, increase revenue, profit, and productivity, you're in the right place. Join me every Tuesday to learn strategies to elevate your career as a professional influencer. Thanks for joining me on today's episode. Now let's get started. Welcome to episode two, Pricing Your Campaign. Before we get into the nitty gritty of this episode, I'm going to share a story time of my own. And it goes back to when I first started out in the influencer marketing industry. I wanted to learn all aspects of being an influencer so I could really understand this point of view. So I set about to become an influencer. I built the biggest social media following in my vertical nationally. I created an award-winning blog. I secured a book deal as a brand collaboration and I worked with the biggest national and international brands on paid campaign work. This enabled me to earn six figures every year for a number of years as my side hustle before completing my exercise in this space. It taught me with my experience as an influencer, but also my depth of business experience, I can combine all of this to help you build your own business of influence. And that's what this podcast is about. So today we're talking about pricing your campaign. Now, pricing an influencer campaign is really exciting, but also a complex task. It's exciting because it's so flattering when some brand pops up in your DMs and says, hey, we want to work with you. But it's also complex because you need to be able to clearly understand your value and articulate this to the brand. Now, a heads up. This episode isn't going to give you the absolute dollar number you need to price your worth or your campaign at. As I've just said, pricing an influencer campaign can be quite complex and it's dependent on a multitude of factors. We discussed these in episode one, Understanding the Brief. If you haven't already, I want you to go back and listen to that episode after you finish on today's episode. What today's episode will give you is a framework to calculate your fee for pricing your campaign. This framework is going to be delivered in three segments in today's episode. First of all, we're going to discuss evaluating the brand. Then we're going to evaluate your value. And then thirdly, we're going to evaluate the campaign. So let's get started and talk about evaluating the brand. And when we evaluate the brand or when you evaluate the brand, there's three things I want you to consider. Number one is brand alignment. Does the messaging of the brand strongly align with your own values? The alignment of a brand's values and messaging 
with your own values or your channel values and brand is a very important factor when pricing a campaign. Because when you truly believe in the brand and its mission or its values, the promotion or the campaign comes across as being authentic and resonates more effectively with your audience. And this leads to higher engagement and potentially better conversion rates for the brand. So to take this a step further, it makes collaboration with brands more valuable and therefore you can command a higher price for campaigns with brands that align strongly with your own values. Also, when you work with brands that share similar values to your own, it helps you maintain your professional brand integrity and audience trust. This long-term benefit often justifies a higher campaign price as these collaborations contribute to sustainable audience relationships and maintaining your credibility as an influencer. The second point I want you to think about when evaluating the brand is reputational risk. Does the brand or the vertical pose any reputational risk to you if you go ahead and work with them on a campaign? For example, is the brand in a space such as petrol or gambling, smoking or vaping? Are you going to need to create content that has cultural appropriation in it or illegal activities or it might be a tone-deaf response to social issues? These sorts of things do pose reputational risk to you as a creator and we've all seen creators and influencers that have been cancelled through poor choices and not managing reputational risk when they create content around certain topics, brands or verticals. So when evaluating the brand, it's really important to consider in the context of pricing your campaign, will working with this brand present any reputational risk in the short, medium or long term to you? And the third point I want you to consider when evaluating the brand is the brand value. The value of the brand will affect the pricing of the campaign. High-end or premium brands or those with significant reputation are going to present an opportunity for more higher priced or expensive campaigns. So think about a small business in your local community. It might be their first foray into working with an influencer campaign and trying influencer marketing. They could be quite inexperienced, not understand what market value rates are for working with influencers and the potential impact that working with an influencer can have on their campaign versus an established brand that has big budget and lots of experience in working with influencers and content creators. Think the likes of Sephora, Mac, H&M, Samsung, Apple, you know these premium brands. They're going to be very experienced in working on influencer campaigns and their budget is going to align 
with their brand value and therefore you'll have an opportunity to command a higher campaign fee if you can confidently articulate your value. So this brings us into the second segment of the framework and that is evaluating your value. There's four things that I want you to consider when evaluating your value when working on this campaign, the campaign that you've been presented with to price. Number one, what is your audience size? Now, the number of followers or subscribers that you have as an influencer is typically a primary factor in determining price. The more followers an influencer has, the greater their reach and the more they can typically charge. But we know there's other things that need to be considered. So number two, when evaluating your value, what is your engagement rate? We also know that simply having a high number or a large number of followers isn't enough. Advertisers and brands want to see that your audience is engaged. So your audience is liking, commenting, sharing, clicking through on your content. And we've seen lots of discussion around the rise of nano and micro influencers. So nano influencers, one to roughly 10,000 followers and micro influencers around 10,000 to 100,000 followers. So we've spoken about audience size and engagement rate. They're both very important. The third point I want you to consider when evaluating your value are your audience demographics. So what are the specific demographics of your audience? What's their age, their gender, their location, their interests? We know that the platforms give us deep and rich insights around our audience demographics and the alignment of your audience demographic to the brand campaign can significantly impact the pricing of your campaign. Brands will be willing to pay more if your audience aligns closely with their target market. Number four and the final point I want you to consider when evaluating your value is your past performance on campaigns. Do you have a successful track record of campaigns, of creating and executing campaigns? And can you demonstrate that your influence has led to conversions for the brand? So when you've worked on a brand campaign before, have you been able to deliver on the strategy that the brand has requested in that campaign? So if you can give examples of successful past performance that is going to positively impact how you can price the campaign. Okay, now we're going to move into the final segment and that's evaluating the campaign itself. This one's a little chunkier because there's seven things that I'm going to ask you to consider when evaluating the campaign for pricing. Number one is the communication. We all know what red flags are and communication is an early red flag if 
the communication hasn't been easy and professional. It gives you an early insight to what the experience is that you'll have when you work with the brand. Has their tone been professional? Has the communication been timely? Has there been an easy exchange of messages between you and the brand? Have a think about this and if you're feeling that there's a red flag there, explore that conversation a little bit further before you go in too deep in working with it or committing to work with the brand. I would also just like to add here that many agencies and talent managers can be dealing with multiple campaigns at any one time. So sometimes they can be slower to come back to you than what you'd like. And also brands may often have a change of strategy during the campaign, which might lead to delays in progressing timely communication. But if overall your experience with the communication is that it's been friendly and professional, that's a really good sign. So keep moving ahead and move on to the next step of evaluating the campaign, which is the content quality. What is the level of effort and resourcing you're going to need to put into creating the campaign? So high quality content that might require professional photography, videography, or extensive post-production and editing, these sorts of commitments need to command a higher rate because clearly a quick shoot on your smartphone and hit publish is going to be significantly different in resourcing if you need to put together a professional team or use your own skills to do a lot more production and post-production So number two, I want you to consider the quality of the content that you need to produce when you create the campaign. Number three in evaluating the campaign is the campaign complexity. That is the deliverables that you need to produce in this campaign. The more complex the campaign, the greater the scope you have for negotiating your fee. So what do I mean by more complex? Do you need to deliver across multiple social media platforms? Do you need to deliver multiple pieces of content? What's the duration of the campaign? We need to look at the complexity of the deliverables. So I'll give you a little example here. Let's say you need to produce five organic Instagram in-feed posts and 10 Instagram story sets. When pricing your campaign, you don't go five times an Instagram post equals this and 10 times an Instagram story equals this. Add the two together and give the brand your rate. That doesn't represent value for the brand. When reviewing the brief and the complexity of the deliverables, you need to assess all of this and offer a bundled rate for your content. So the campaign complexity and the deliverables, bundle it all up, apply some sort of discount for a bulk buy, right? And consider that when pricing the campaign. Point four in evaluating the campaign is reviewing the brief. You need to understand what all the deliverables are, how the content's going to be distributed via your channels, 
brand and third-party channels, plus any inclusions or exclusions you need to factor into your quote. And we call this the scope of work. If you don't have experience in writing or developing a scope of work, I want you to list down all the elements of the campaign by reviewing the brief and start to factor these in to your quote. Number five in evaluating the campaign is the campaign timing. Now, this is something that is often overlooked. Now, you think about Uber and how they do surge pricing. You want to get an Uber to the Taylor Swift concert and you know for sure there is going to be surge pricing on your Uber fee. And that's because Uber is high in demand because who doesn't want to get to the Taylor Swift concert, right? So you need to consider what surge pricing you might be able to apply to your campaign. So think about the campaign in the sense of, is it a seasonal activation? For example, Christmas or Easter or Mother's Day? Or does it fall on significant dates like the end of financial year, Black Friday, Cyber Monday? Think about the timing of the campaign and whether you can incorporate any surge pricing into your quote. Number six in evaluating the campaign is upselling. Have a think about if there's any opportunities to upsell additional deliverables to the brand. So the brand might have asked you to create one TikTok post. Just create and publish one TikTok post. You know that you can offer more value to the brand because you've also got an Instagram channel. So you could share the content over on Instagram. And if you're going to do that, you could potentially do an Instagram story. And if you're going to do that, why not charge them to add a link in the bio? And if you're going to do a link in the bio, why don't you give it priority as a top three post or or first position? There's lots of ways that you can upsell to a brand because no one knows your value and your channels like you do. So you need to be very proactive in this space. Now, good news is that in episode three, our very next episode, we're going to do a deep dive into how to increase your revenue by offering extra deliverables to a brand. And our final point in evaluating the campaign is looking at your negotiating skills. If you're just starting out as an influencer or a content creator and you have limited experience in pricing your campaign, it's going to be a little more confronting for you to get in and negotiate with a brand. As you develop your career as a professional influencer, you're going to build far more experience in negotiating and therefore be able to understand your market rate and generally what's happening in the influencer marketing and secure better rates when pricing your campaign. You'll learn lots of ways to bundle your content and give discounted rates for volume or bundled content. You'll have an understanding of where you can upsell to brands. You'll be able to confidently go to the negotiating table and secure better rates for your work. But also remember that pricing is really individual 
And what works for one influencer might not work for another. I'm always horrified when I see pricing discussions transpire in groups when influencers are seeking guidance for pricing their campaigns. And I'll see ridiculous numbers thrown out. It could be $150 for this or $500 for that or $1,000 for this. But what's not considered is the overall deliverables of the campaign. So what's what has the influencer been briefed on? Like all the whole campaign, what's the whole brief? What are all the deliverables? But also when people are putting forward what they consider to be helpful suggestions, they're not considering the value that the influencer might bring to the brand because that is so important in this pricing discussion. You need to remember that pricing is very individual. What one influencer brings to the table for a brand campaign is going to be vastly different to what the next influencer or content creator brings to the table. So the most powerful way you can increase your revenue is to really A, start pricing your campaigns properly, understand how to evaluate a brand, how to understand and evaluate a campaign and how to articulate your value to the brand. So we've covered off all of those things in today's episode. And as I mentioned at the top of this episode, if you haven't already done so, please go back and listen to episode one, Understanding the Brief, because that's going to set you up really well for next week's discussion. And that's upselling, getting some more juicy cash out of brands. Until then, stay creative.